Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Self-care, so important. It really is. We don't realize it. If you don't take care of yourself, even treat yourself to those little things. And I'm talking about, you know, relaxing sometimes. That's self-care in itself. Uh, you're going to derail. You're not going to be a better person. And we're going to pick up where we left off last time we got together with her talking about self-care for the professional. She is an amazing life and success coach. And she's back with us. Millionaire Williams is on the program. How are you doing today? You know, I'm phenomenal. I, I just don't do it any other way. And, and you know, some things I don't want to learn how to do. So I love being phenomenal when I wake up. I love being phenomenal during the day. And I love going to sleep, being phenomenal. And guess what, Steve? I wake up the next morning and repeat the process. Why not? <laughs> Somebody, I'll wait. If you instant feedback, Steve at gmail.com, let me know why yeah. you wouldn't want to do that. I, I don't yeah. know. Um, exactly. So self-care, we've already identified how important it is, even scientifically proven that you need to take some time for whatever, yeah. whatever it is that, that, and, and it's, it looks different for all of us. It could be, go walk your dog. That could be yeah. self-care. Ground yourself Absolutely. in nature. Um, what are some of the things that we didn't hit upon last time we got together? Well, there's one that I, I created what I call the self-care litmus test, which and these are just some questions that I like to throw out to people and my clients when I'm talking with them. And the one, how important is self-care to you? You know, some people still don't think it's important because, you know, we live in this world where everybody is going 10 million per second, you know, on their speedometer when they wake up, and especially if you've got children, if you've got young children, you're working, you know, just life in general today is so hectic and it's a lot going on. The demands on the average American are monumental today. And, you know, years back, you know, we really didn't have a lot of conversation about self-care, but, you know, COVID and other things that are going on in life has have caused us to like, you know what, I'm important. You mm. know what, mm. my family is important. You know what, working, grinding, hustling, getting all that on, it's good because it allows you to live a certain lifestyle. But in the mixture of all of that, you must, your mental mindset is worth far more than any money you could ever possess in life, you know? And we Americans, we are so materialistic driven, you know, we live in a capitalistic society. So, you know, that mighty dollar is running, 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 running. But, um, you know, without your mental, and I, and I have another presentation I've put together, mental health is mental wealth. Mm. And, you know, we have to realize without the mental health, nothing else matters. Your mental health can even help cure your body. But with that self litmus test going back, another question is, do you take time for yourself? Mm. And some people are still not getting this. Some people are still not doing it. And it needs to be, I'm going to continue to preach this until I leave out of here. Um, you must, you have to, it's imperative. 
you've got to be intentional about self-care. Just as, you know, we get up and we have a routine in the morning, you know, you shower, you brush your teeth, whatever you do, you shower at night, whatever. There are certain regimens that we live in life, you know, we eat, we drink water. Well, this extension of self-care has to go beyond just what you're doing each day if you're not doing and if that's not part of your lifestyle it needs to be lifestyle steve that's you know that's my box that i stand on mm. self-care must be part of our lifestyle now what are some of the benefits to self-care i'm telling you i am like um my, my husband is nocturnal and i'm not my husband was a former Marine for 27 years. So he told me his million luck. We sometimes we had to stand up on the post and go to sleep and get sleep whenever we could. So, you know, he can go to sleep. If, if he was sitting here, he could just close his eyes and get a good nap. And I can't do that. You know, he'll think about running to take a nap during the day. I don't think about that. I never do. My adrenaline, my A type is forever racing. But the one thing, Steve, because I realized that I put out a lot of energy during the day because I am type A personality. So nine o'clock, 9 p.m., I'm out. You power down. I'm done. And even when my phone rings in the evening, I'm done. If you don't get me during those day hours, Let's talk. Let me tell you, you, you know, I'll help you negotiate solving world hunger at that time frame. But when I power down, Steve, I power down because I have to. I tell people you only have one you, only one. You know, I've I've not seen people come back reincarnated yet. And if, if they do, I don't know about it. But I just know I only have one million. And if I don't take care of her, Nothing else really matters around me because I can't be any good for my husband, my family, for my business, for anything. And, you know, I will stand on the soapbox and preach the self-care mantra daily throughout the day because you matter and you must take care of this. We the, have to. The mental wealth, two words right mental, there. Mental, mental wealth. health. Yeah. It's it, mental wealth, yeah. Coming from millionaire. <laughs> That's great. What, what, what yeah. But it, it, even if it wasn't from you, it still yes. says it all. And it does. you could have bazillions of dollars. Yes, if, you can. If this is not, and you're just, you know, not taking that time, what's the point? Where's the and enjoyment? And it throws your equilibrium off. It, it really, when your body is exhausted and it's tired and it's taken in so much, it, it's depleting. And then if you're not getting that proper rest, like I tell people, you know, there are stages of your rest. And if you're not getting that REM sleep, which stands for rapid eye movement, if you're not in that zone, you know, getting that, your body is not able to replenish and restore its cells at night when you do rest. So laying down, but if your brain is still racing 10 miles per second, your body is still not resting, you know, and you've got to leverage your rest and make sure that you're doing what you need to do in order to get your proper rest. Mm. And my thing is, how often do you practice different methodologies of self-care? You know, Steve, how often do you practice? We'll be right back. Different <laughs> 
that far right there. I don't. I don't. Yeah. yeah. And, okay. and you know what? It's so funny. Uh, I'll share with you. The times that I think of doing the things I want to do. Right. I'm too tired to do them. Like, yeah, I should. Like, I, I, I have a free night tonight. Uh, yeah. Love kayaking. My goal this summer was to go as much as possible. Right. Uh, not even close to what I thought I would be doing. Yeah. And now, you know, how many weeks are left in the summer? And, yeah. You know, September's still warm. Um, I, I feel just I'm too tired today to go because I got to put yeah. the kayak on the Jeep and, and get there. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Um, that's, that's it's a, it. It's a whole mental workup. Yeah. Well, well, one thing, what about the bike? I mean, you could just go to the garage and take the bike and yeah we talked about that last time i hate yeah, you yeah, yeah. i hate you by the way so, <laughs> I, I, I know that but, but, but you're right but that way the bike is not as cumbersome as kayak right. you right. know what i mean so you know you're right i can't i, I that's it yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. you know like nike says just do it yeah. steve when when we get off I don't care if you just go around a block one time. And you know what it is too? You don't realize how good it is until you do it. Because you're, you're thinking about yeah. it. It's like, well, I could be doing Did, this. I could be doing right, that, blah, that, blah. That. And then when you're like, you do it, I'm like, huh, that was uh, all right. Even just yeah. taking time to walk the dog where yeah. you're not worrying about, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. Right. And just enjoying the moments. The moment. Of your, your, moment. your dog, the outside, the air. And all of yeah. that, it's like, wow, that was uh, pretty good. That was cool. Yeah. Hmm. And, and you know, and that's what mindfulness is about, the, the yeah. practice of being in the present, being in the moment. And, you know, because, again, we're on that grind. We're on that hustle. And, you know, we're here, but we can possibly be thinking about 10 other things that still need to be done. So the mind is just, I mean, it, it, it's going beyond what you need to have happen in there. And the thing about it, we're not aware of it. It's doing its thing. I, I even said once, you know, the human mind has a mind of its own. I don't care what anyone says because, you know, thoughts come in. You don't invite them in. They just show up and it's like, where did you come from? You know, and, and they're there and you've got to fight off that stuff. But. I think another thing also probably for you is distractions, like most people in life. The distractions of life today, because the pull is so enormous mm -hmm. about getting things done, getting things accomplished. It's one more thing off the list. I got, you know, you know, I need to get this done. I need to get that done. But so true. you gotta you gotta take that chatter and tell that chatter, that inner chatter, look, you're gonna sit on the shelf today, okay? Mm. And like you said, it needs to be habitual. You need to be doing it. So we get so stuck in the mode of, well, I got a couple of minutes left. I can do that. Or yeah. this is taking my attention. That's taking my attention. Flip it around so that the self-care thing is here. The other stuff is here. You're still going to get the stuff done. You're just going to put them in a different priority order. There you go. Oh, good job. Because guess what? I got a tech issue with a piece of equipment right over there. I was going to call tech support, try fixing it right. last night. Right. It, it right. just got too late. And I'm thinking, well, yeah. you know what? There's still some time in the day I could call them up. I'm right. like, right. stop you, jerk. That's <laughs> yeah. no, what I say. The chatter, it keeps it, it, going. It does. Because life, the demand on life is enormous. And there's always something you could be doing. It's yeah. always dynamic that's happening. And 
I'm going to lift this up because there's factors that affect health and longevity. And hopefully the audience can see this and you can see this, Steve. But these numbers are such that factors that affect health and longevity. And mm. those factors are like behavior is 53%. The environment is 21%. Healthcare, 10%. And genetics, 16%. So these numbers are reflecting that your behavior is the biggest percentage mm. that affects your health and longevity. And behavior, you peel the onion back, it's going back to that mental health again, Steve. And, you know, we're our worst enemy when it comes to analyzing and being aware and intentional of our behavior sometimes. Because it's very easy for us human folk to point out flaws in someone else or see what somebody else is not doing. And it's very difficult for us to see what it is we're not doing. And so the law, the, the, the genetics, I think was 16%. Yes. I, yes. I believe a lot of people think it's way higher. Yeah. Um, and actually the 16 was a little, little bit higher than I thought. I, I thought, cause I had, I had looked into it. Not by much. I, I'm, I'm talking like, I thought it was like maybe, 11%, not far from 16, but I think a lot of people right. think, you know, it's like 30%, you know, my parents yes. had this, my dad had that, blah, blah. Ah, that's going to be me. That's going to be me. Maybe not because it's, if they were afflicted with something, maybe their behavior was different. I'll give you an example. Hypertension. Say your mom or dad, they both have hypertension. Okay. More likely you may have hypertension, but hypertension, you can be predisposed to it. But the key is, if you have a lot, lot of stresses going on in your life, that will catapult you into that hypertension. And people don't realize when you get angry, when you get upset, you know, the adrenaline, if you were to stop and take your blood pressure, then the numbers would kind of astound you mm. to see what your blood pressure is when you're upset about something. So, you know, just because you know, you're not walking around with a blood pressure cuff all day long, checking on yourself. Your blood pressure is fluctuating throughout the day constantly. And when you're upset, when you're exhausted, when you're tired, your pressure is going to be up. And that continuum happening over and over and over again, because you're not getting your proper rest, you've got these external stresses going on and you're not handling it. Your blood pressure at a certain point, when you go back and forth to get your physicals, your doctor at some point is going to say, mm, Steve, your numbers have kind of remained, you know, in this percentile for quite some time. We may have to put you on some medication. Mm. And, you know, the same thing with diabetes, you know, your parents could have it. But and you could be predisposed to it, of course, in genetics and what have you. But again, we can come along with our behavior patterns and help to minimize those factors, your sugar intake, how much exercise you're getting. That's behavior. That's something that we can modify, we can change and we can take control of. But, you know, and you don't even have to take a med. <laughs> you know? Right. Yes. 
you can change your numbers. And you, you know, your A1C can be this today, three months, you take another lab test and you can drop those numbers down just in your behavior. Mm. Yeah. And, and water is another one we talked about on the show before on the platform. People are dehydrated sometimes. You get a headache from it. If you got a headache, check to see what your water intake. These are just minor things that we can do to help facilitate our health and our longevity. You know, we all want to be here as long as possible. But other thing to that, you want to live a long life, but you want to have a quality long life. You know what I mean? I don't want to be in a wheelchair somewhere 99 and still can't move. No. I've got to think about that 99-year-old million today. What can I do to mitigate that I don't have all these major health problems later on? And not to even talk about the cost of your lack of health. That's a whole mm. other platform of discussion we would have. You know, on hydration, I did a podcast uh, earlier this year with mm. a therapist and a recovery coach. And mm -hmm. he believes that 90% of the mental health issues that people have uh, or people that are having issues and they're way worse than they should be is all because of lack of hydration. I, I would believe it. Yeah. I'm telling you. And these are all minor things that we can incorporate in our everyday life. You know, I can recall, and, and, and again, you know, I'm going to get on us Americans again. We, our mindset, we're not proactive. We, we are a reactive culture, a reactive nation. Yeah. We don't think about preventing anything, you know, and, and it's not taught in school, you know, to be preventive. And, you know, and, and there's a price to be paid, you know, when you don't live a life of preventive, you know, it, it's, um, and that's a mindset as well. You know, when you have a car accident, that's not the time to be trying to call around and get car insurance. You know, it doesn't work that way. Look at our insurance system. There, oh. There's not, the things aren't done. They could be paying for herbal treatments, which are preventative instead of reacting after the fact. But I mean, that, that can get us into a whole new territory of, uh, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. But, Cause you know, you you and I can open up Pandora's box and, and never close. <laughs> two two words, big pharma. So, you know, th there's a lot that of control point. going on there. Uh, but other countries, look at how they, you know, look at, uh, look at the UK. I remember I was on vacation, had a couple of days, went to an amusement park with my kids. This is probably oh, 2019. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I see a guy from the UK waiting for his kids to come off the ride. I wasn't on that ride and we're talking, mm -hmm. he's a police officer and I tell him, you know, yeah, I'm on vacation. I'm going back. He's like, well, how long you been off? What, like three weeks. I'm like, no, nah, nah, I gotta go back. That was just a couple of days. So are you, are you crazy? We, we got six weeks all the time. That's standard here. That's, wow. that's what they, and not because he's a police officer. They take like five weeks of vacation and they can take wow. it. And, and he was doing, I think he was like three and a half weeks that he was taking and then wow. take another couple of weeks, but that's their life. That's how look at in Italy. They take siestas. All right. Two o'clock. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah. Look at the quality of life. Self-care. <laughs> Self-care. Thank you. <laughs> Self-care. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
But but we here in America, we just we never get off the grind. We we never get off of it. And you know, New Yorkers are notorious. It's twenty four hour living there. I'm in New York. I know you are. <laughs> it's true. I, I'm I'm a former New Yorker. I mean, you yeah. know, they tell me if you're from Long Island, you're not really a New York. <laughs> now we're trust me, I'm on Long Island, and it, it, we are. It, yeah. It, we're Girl. we're the same. We're wired the same as a oh, New yeah. Yorker. We're blah, 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 keep going, talk yeah, really fast. Yeah. Blah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything. And and so those factors also, that's part of that environment, you know, part of the culture of New York. Everything is it's it's like this. Two o'clock in the in the morning, you can go in Manhattan, as you know, and like it's two o'clock in the afternoon and, and people are sitting there having a drink on the side. You know, with a little, uh, you know, table and, you know, eating and like it's two o'clock in the afternoon and it's normal. I will just say upstate New York is different. Long Island oh, yeah. is like an extension of the city, uh, yeah. you know, unless you go further way out east. But it's so funny. As you head out east, you hit the farms and then, right. you, then you hit the Hamptons. So now yes. it's kind of, you know, New slight New York feel again. But if you go yes. upstate, it is a different way of life. It's a lot slower. Uh, people is. aren't stressed out so much, but I also think it's depending on where you live, the economy, you have to yes. work harder to, to make it where, you know, taxes where I am, as opposed to somewhere four hours upstate yeah. New York, big difference, not as yeah. you don't have to work as hard. Um, so I think that has a lot to do with it. It's horrible, but it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And and that's why the environment does play factors in yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. And you I recognize that. Absolutely. Mm. A, great advice, by the way. And thanks for guilting me, but you're right. <laughs> so I want to know, Steve, that when we get on this podcast again, that between today and next week, we're going to have a different conversation because I'll be flying into New York if not, okay? <laughs> I'm, just, well, I'm, I'm holding you accountable. <laughs> uh, I, and, and yes, and I, I'm, I can't decide what I'm doing tonight, but it's either ride a bike uh, okay. maybe, uh, see that a little, a band playing at a local, okay. uh, brewery area, um, yes. or so friends are going to like a country night someplace, I'm not big in a country, but I, you know, maybe okay. just, a hang. Yeah, but, but I don't know. Yeah. One of the we'll three, see. one of one of the three or nothing Four. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. that, that that's okay. But, 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 but if, if, if the default button, please just take the bike out and just yeah. ride around the block one. Yep. Yep. Default. Yep. Yeah, have a, have a default. You mean the bike I got fixed a year ago and it's still up on the wall? In the, right, that, right. That's, that that's one. the one. That's the one. That's uh, the one. Millionaire, how do we find you if we we want some help navigating our life, accountability, somebody to coach us along, uh, kind of take us by the hand and and really get things better, really find what 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 we should be doing in life? How do we find you? Yes, please, audience, you can call me, you can email me, you can go to my website, you can go to Instagram, you can go to Facebook. I'm all over the global system. And my website is effectuallifecoaching.com. I'm on Instagram with Millionaire Mindset. That's M-I-L-L-I-O-N-H-E-I-R Mindset. And also my phone number, if you prefer, 661 341 0730 and or my email million at 
EffectualLifeCoaching.com. So I expect to hear from you because let's make this happen and create that longevity in your life and a quality lifestyle. Very important. Key critical. You want to feel like a million? It's called mental wealth. You'll have it. There you go. Yep. Got to remember that. Uh, Millionaire, thank you so much for being with us today. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure. I appreciate have a great you. one. You too. We'll be right back. Bye-bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.